All right, welcome to Coffee with Markets and Mark. In this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. Today is Wednesday, August 31st. And wow, yesterday, the S&P 500 breaks through the 50-day moving average, dips below 4,000. So it seems that markets are in free fall after positive economic reports. And then we have the New York Fed president that's saying interest rates must go much higher. And so stocks give back half of the gains of the summer rally. We have more Fed members scheduled to speak today and we'll tell you of what they say and uh, how this is impacting the markets. <laughs> Plus, we'll show you our current positions and how we are trading these markets. So as you can see, we have a lot to talk about. So we're getting started here in just a second. But if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And uh, we are real traders who trade live accounts. And uh, we got a ton of trading experience. And we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. Because I think that this will be helpful for you. Because we've been doing this for a long time and we know our stuff. And we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And yeah. Talking about real money, real trades, real pain. What the heck, Mark? <laughs> we were saying yeah. uh, the 4,000 level should hold and yesterday, boom, sliced right through it. It, it did, Marcus. Uh, I mean, gosh, uh, uh, a pretty decent down day, uh, down over 1%, um, especially considering that this is uh, the third straight losing day in a row. Um, so getting below that 4,000 level. Uh, today, today we we have been trading, you know, uh, oscillating above and below right now, below uh, for sure. Um, but that four thousand level, well, we'll we'll see if it uh, ends up holding by the end of the day. Yeah, literally this morning until just now, uh, this episode is probably sponsored by the battle around the four thousand level. <laughs> so that's why we saw. And this where this morning there was a sigh of relief. Uh, okay. Uh, we are above 4,000, so maybe it holds. And you see, I, I plotted the 50-day um, the moving average there on the daily chart because that's definitely one of the level that yesterday we closed below the 50-day moving average. And uh, yeah, has, has been a, has been a while since we have done that. And again, you have this, this range right now around 4,000 where you can make a case uh, that you know, should you be bullish? Should you be bearish? And it's battling it out, whether it's the 4,000 level, the 50-day moving average, or a 50% retracement from the the lows that we had in June to the highs that we had in August. Uh, a few reasons to consider what's going to happen now, because uh, this is the line in the sand, at least in my opinion. Um, and uh, right now we're, we're edging lower after being a little bit green. Yeah, so we'll see what happens for the remainder of the day. Right now, the focus is really, um, are we in a recession? Will we head into a recession? And how much longer will the Fed keep raising interest rates? And uh, how much pain are they really willing to inflict into the markets? Because that's what Powell said last week, that uh, we should all expect some pain. And this is when the markets started, basically, this slide. Until then, they were doing really good. Exactly. And it... It's really that anticipation. What type of pain will the the Fed, uh, you know, impose on the market because their rate hike increases and uh, also the balance sheet? What they could do there, uh, the the balance between you know, putting the market in a recession, putting the brakes on the economy uh, to combat uh, the strong job market and and wage growth and that impact on inflation. Uh, 
the, the Fed has some tools that could really slow things down to achieve their goals. And that's what right now traders are worried about. Right. So, so, so let's see, buddy. How is the economy doing right now? So we have more economic reports that were being released yesterday. Yesterday, uh, today, yesterday, the consumer confidence came in much stronger than expected. And also the jolts job openings. And even this morning, I mean, we saw the ADP non-farm employment change uh, coming in much better than expected. Was it better than expected? Uh, well, okay, I no, because it was 132,000 jobs versus 300,000 oh. forecasts. The jobs added. I thought that this was unemployment claims added. Yes, but you're right. No. Uh, because we're not talking about uh, unemployment. Uh, that's <laughs> for tomorrow. Uh, so tomorrow we have the unemployment claims. Today it was non-farm jobs. You're right. Yeah, but this is a mixed bag because you, you see here, okay, so the previous was 128,000 jobs added. Uh, then last month it was 132,000, so slightly higher, higher, lower than forecast, which would be a positive. However, and I, I think that this is new that they're um, doing their data a little bit differently. They also reported the annual pay. They're looking at some pay numbers and um, it showed that uh, the average uh, annual pay was up 7.6% for the month. So kind of a mixed bag. You have fewer jobs, which would be a good thing. Um, again, not for the economy, but for inflation. But then average annual pay was higher, which is a bad thing for inflation. Right. Well, plus we have all the FOMC members speaking now. After Powell delivered his eight-minute speech last week, now we have everybody else chiming in. And uh, we, we already had somebody, uh, Bernard, speaking on Monday. Yesterday, uh, we had FOMC member Mester speaking. Uh, then all, No, yesterday was Williams. And uh, Williams actually said, yeah, you know what? Uh, forget about any rate cuts coming anytime soon. In fact, no rate cuts 2023. And then this morning, we had uh, Mester speaking. And uh, uh, she said basically the same. And she says, well, we got to raise interest rates above 4% and no rate cuts through at least 2023. That's that's interesting. I mean, it, it's a very forward looking, um, but that is something that traders were, you know, focused on. Uh, are we going to get this big push with higher interest rates and then cut them back to, to bring them back to normal levels? Um, and at least uh, for this foreseeable future and going through 2023, the more vocal members are saying, nope, uh, they're going to stay high. You know what? Honestly, I, I think this is just, uh, okay, get ready, getting prepared for a worst case scenario. I do believe that at some point in 2023, maybe towards late 2023, we might see some rate cuts, but it's right now, it's like, okay, you all thought we were kidding. We are not. <laughs> and this is where Paul started yeah. with this, uh, okay, we are not kidding. Oh, be very, very hard. And now everybody said, yes, uh, we go to war here. We will get this inflation down. I, I think it is way too early right now to predict that there will be no rate cuts in 2023. I, I think this is just right now managing expectations. Absolutely agree, Marcus. I mean, the Fed has its dot plot to, to show like what you know they, they believe, but there's so much data. Uh, that's going to be uh, available in the next three months, let alone the the next twelve months or the the next uh, you know fifteen months for the Fed to interpret and respond to. Um, so I, I think it's a little bit of uh, 
you know, posturing like we're ready to, to take care of business. And, and honestly, that's uh, what we want to see from the Fed. We want to see that they are really serious about tackling inflation because many say that they are behind the curve here and that they really need to take action. And if you're looking at the probabilities uh, of the next uh, of the next meeting of a rate hike, it still is not 100% certain that they will raise it by three quarters of a point by the 75 basis points. I find this really, really interesting because with all this tough talk, you would think that traders are factoring in, oh yeah, they're basically telling us it will be at three quarters of a point instead of half of a point. But that's not what's factored into the probabilities right now. Sure, sure. I mean, we see that the 75 basis point is definitely the, the most favorite, but uh, you're right. I mean, even over the last couple of weeks, this has flip-flopped and, uh, you know, we're not looking at 90% uh, probability. It, it's still within, you know, a, a, a level that could easily start to lean the other way. But I, I yeah, the 75 basis point is the most favorite, at least at, for now. 21 days to go and many more economic reports that are coming out. Yep. More jobs data, CPI data, PPI data. Yeah, and that's uh, that, that's pretty much the, the big one for this week on Friday, the jobs data. And this will be interesting to see how the markets are reacting to this, especially considering that we are going into a long weekend. So next Monday is Labor Day and uh, therefore uh, markets will be closed here in the U.S. Yep, and uh, slow data week uh, for that short holiday week. But then the week after that, that's when you get the big the big reports for inflation. Yeah. So definitely interesting uh, right now, looking at the markets before we start looking at our positions, still pushing lower here. And we just see the uncertainty. But here's the interesting thing, right? I mean, so for today, the markets are down and the VIX is down. So let's go to a daily chart here. So the VIX, the fear index, usually what we see when the markets are going down, the VIX is going up because this kind of measures the fear and uncertainty in the market. And I, I found this super interesting that we are moving lower in the markets and lower in the VIX. What do you think that about is that? Interesting. Yeah, at least for now. Um, but that is, is interesting. It, it seems like after this, you know, big spike in, in volatility and, uh, you know, basically options premium going higher because of that, at least for the today with some indecision, uh, some back and forth there, there isn't a continued spike, but it is interesting for sure. Yeah. So I, I believe that right now the markets are reacting to the tough talk of the Fed and uh, are more concerned. And this will also believe that uh, when we get more certainty, we will quickly push back towards these highs here. So yes, we have a retracement right now, and it seems that the Fed and all of the Fed members want to prepare us for a worst case scenario and uh, say, hey, take us seriously here. And that's what we're seeing. Yep. All right, let's take a look at, uh, at our positions and what we are doing here right now. So, I mean, there on days like this, there are just fantastic opportunities. Right now, we see that there are 20 uh, possibilities are popping up on the scanner, and there's there's quite a few good ones where we can sell puts because on down days, that's where we get more premium. Also, when we see that the VIX is at elevated levels, that is perfect. But we already went shopping uh, on Friday. So our our shopping bags or our accounts are full of uh, positions. Yeah, I'm I'm comfortable with the, the ones that we added, uh, gold, uh, Barrett Gold and... Uh... 
Let's look at this. So, so Barrick Gold, uh, we added this one. Uh, solid yep. support at around uh, 15 there, and uh, we will see if this supports hold. So yesterday uh, dipped slightly below this. Now, right now, battling around 15. So we see current price right now 15. So uh, this will be an interesting one, and I would not mind at all to get assigned on this stock and own gold, Barry Gold Corporation here. Sure, they pay, pay a decent dividend, and um, if the U.S. dollar does pull back just a little bit even if there's you know short-term increase but if it pulls back a little bit gold should should go up especially in an inflationary environment yeah um and then google i'm liking this one google i mean that, that's a good one so we'll see uh, because we we identified some solid support here and uh, thus far the support is holding if you get assigned i wouldn't mind owning google at all because here yeah. i also believe that Google probably in the next swing quickly goes back up to 120. And then I, I don't think that 150, maybe 140 by the end of the year is out of the question. So I'm okay buying it at a discount at around 100. Uh, right now, support is at 105. We sold the 108 and I, I'm okay buying Google for 108. I concur. All right. Macy's. So uh, th this will be interesting uh, because Macy's have been, has been holding up really, really well. Uh, sold the 17 put. So here we'll see also solid support at 17. And uh, th this might be a photo finish for some of the stocks going into Friday, going into the long weekend. Very well could be because uh, you're you're near that 17 strike. I didn't trade this one. I, I like it. But um, at the time I was looking for the 1650, just a little more protection to the downside. That wasn't available, and then I picked some other trades, but I like this one. Yeah, and uh, right now, it seems that even the 16 is available. Uh, that would be for next week, though. Uh, so all of the positions that we entered last week will expire on Friday. So, I mean, it, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be super interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about NVIDIA and TPR in a moment, but also UAL, United Airlines. Uh, we sold some puts here, and uh, we sold the 35 strike. Right now, it's trading at around 36. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I like this one. All right, NVIDIA. Uh, so NVIDIA also yesterday sliding, got assigned the 195. Uh, you have AMD at 104, and uh, that's where we'll see, right? I mean, uh, we need these stocks to pull up. This morning, there's a little bit of weakness in NVIDIA and, uh, and AMD, and we, we just talked about it. So nothing really uh, in the news other than maybe HPQ. So Hewlett Packard this morning they reported earnings yes and so uh there's hp and then uh hpq um hp they said uh, sales declined and they cut its outlook um just one more you know computer company uh basically identifying a slowdown in spending um and hpq i think it's more on the this uh, cloud services side um, they did post a higher profit for the quarter, but it, it's just, you know, again, nothing specific to say, hey, AMD and um, NVIDIA should be down 3% for the day. But I, I think it's just this this forward looking, well, sales are are decreasing, right? That guidance. And um, so a, a little overreaction right now with yeah. the broad market pullback. Finally, TPR have been selling calls uh, right now, not being able to sell calls, but TPR definitely considering the overall market is nicely hanging in there. 
Yeah, and if you have this for another uh, week, you get a decent little dividend. Yeah, because the dividend uh, payment is coming up in uh, how much is it? September eighth. Uh, hmm? September eighth. On September eighth. So yeah, it seems that I'll have it. So the dividend uh, is thirty cents. Uh, thirty cents. Wow, this would be nice. Let me bring the the calculator over here because I have uh, twenty seven hundred shares times thirty cents. That's eight hundred and ten dollars. I'll take this. So that's another added benefit when you're trading value stocks. And this is when we are going back to uh, the filters here, that when you start looking at dividends, only show stocks that do have dividends and you're getting dividend stocks, you, you have a nice bonus here. I, I think it's the same with NVIDIA. NVIDIA is also issuing a dividend. NVIDIA is not as generous. <laughs> so I think Marcus, NVIDIA... When, also, when we're in Grand Cayman, how are you going to spend that eight hundred and ten dollars? Oh, I'll find a way. <laughs> I'll find a way to do that. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, when you are owning the stock and uh, when you are selecting the right stock and you're getting dividend payments, I mean, that, that definitely helps. So I, I've been collecting a, quite a few thousand dollars this year thus far in dividends, uh, specifically from uh, TPR, NVIDIA. And then there was one more. I think it was ADI. can't remember exactly. Anyhow, yeah. Cool stuff. If you would like to know how exactly we trade these markets, I'll link to a, to a video right here so you can take a look at this. Stay tuned so that you see how we end this week because we will have a photo finish here and uh, we'll definitely keep you posted. So tune in again tomorrow. We'll see you then. Happy trading, everybody.